You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy hump day, and uh, I'm so glad you could join me for a few minutes today. It's such a privilege uh, to just spend a few moments to pursue God together with you. You know, from time to time, we've all heard the story of a pastor who had to resign for what is described as a moral failure. That usually refers to a sexual sin or a financial sin, but you know, I've never heard of a church leader who had to leave a church because of a lack of love. And for some reason, we don't equate a lack of love as a moral failure. If in the average church, if it's discovered the pastor has had an affair, I mean, there's scandal, there's gossip, it's a horrendously painful thing. But the truth is, Gene Apple can live every day of his life, week after week, year after year, preaching about the life and hope through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, while never doing a loving thing for a neighbor in need, for a person who is hungry, for a child who lives in poverty and disease. And there won't be any scandal. There won't be any little whisperings at our church about our pastor's moral failure, because I think most of us aren't haunted by a failure to love. But I'll tell you who is. God is. And as I mentioned yesterday, Jesus showed us that true love is holistic love. It's it's a love that cares about both physical and spiritual needs. And we're not only invited to a life beyond the grave in God's kingdom where there's no more pain and no more sickness, no more hunger, disease, no more bloated stomachs, no more grief or heartache. Christianity is not just meant as a way to make it possible to leave this world behind and begin a new life beyond the grave. Instead, Jesus also calls us to actually redeem and restore this broken world that we're living in. In Matthew 9.36, it says, When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And that word compassion, it's a very interesting word in the original language. It literally meant, pardon my language, to have a movement of the bowels, a yearning of the bowels. You're like, bowels? Movement? Gene, what are you saying? I don't want to be overly crude here, but I want you to understand at the heart of the word compassion literally is bowels. Because way back then, when they felt movement, (laughs) that's where they felt it. Today, we might say our hearts were moved. Back then, they would say, my bowels were moved. Why did they use that word? I'm going to try to be very delicate here, okay? Because if you feel this movement, you've got to do something. If you feel this movement, you have to go. To not go would be a big mistake, right? In fact, if you're moved with compassion... You're going to do something. You're not going to just feel the movement and just stay in your seat. You better do something (laughs) or there will be a mess, right? Have I gone too far? Well, I don't think I have. You see, too much of the church of Jesus Christ, too many of us are not moving. We're not moved by the needs of our world. Let me tell you about some of the ways some of our own Eastsiders serve to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I think of Ted who gathered some supplies for a retired couple who had been quarantined in a remote area of Death Valley, and he organized a delivery to them, which is three hours off-road. Amazing. Deborah made some Easter baskets for some children last year in a domestic violence shelter. Craig noticed a guy broken down at the side of the road and stopped to help, and the guy told him he'd been broken down there for an hour and a half. Craig was the first person to stop and help. 
Helen felt led to give an anonymous financial gift to a family that had three of their family members in the hospital at the same time. I love these stories. I love how these folks have been moved just like Jesus was moved with compassion from inside when he saw the crowds. What if today we prayed, God, help help me to open my eyes and to be moved to action for the needs that move you, God? That's a prayer I believe God would love to answer. And when we respond, we will take one more step toward redeeming and restoring this broken world. God, I thank you for the way that when Jesus walked and talked on this earth, saw needs, he was moved by those needs and it moved him to action. And We want to be like Jesus. Help us not to be people who just look and and are left cold and um, not moved. Help us to have sensitive hearts, tender hearts that are open to just the little ways that we can make such a big difference in Jesus' name. Amen. See you back here tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 